Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Business Uncensored, the good, the, good, the, the bad, bad and, and the, the ugly. ugly. <laughs> With Team Bevelacqua. Thanks for joining us again on another episode. On a good old Wednesday this time. Good old Wednesday again. <laughs> How are you, Chris? I'm ill. I oh. caught your bug. You have. Which is fantastic. It's my turn to be ill now. It is. With love. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, with the new year coming this week, no. Not this week, Not oh this my week. god. In a few weeks, with the new year coming in a few weeks. Um, this week we wanted to talk about um, a few of the kind of new features and like things that social media is doing. Um, What's popping in the social media news world. Yeah, kind of what, what platforms are going to be introducing and how you can start to utilise different things for your business. Yes. Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> sort of similar to a couple of weeks ago where we talked about some of the social media trends yeah. um, that we predicted for next year and some of the things that we've been um, seeing in 2022. But um, this one, I guess, is kind of more based on, like... What they're actually going to be What they're actually out. doing. Yeah. What, what they're actually talking about introducing. So... Let's get started. <laughs> Let's have a little glug of me water. So I think we touched upon uh, some of the social media sharing features before. Yeah. But Instagram is now testing more be real like elements. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what be real is, it's a new like indie sort of social media platform that completely blew up on TikTok. Like Everywhere. everyone was using it. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone I knew was like, "Are you on Be Real? Like, get on Be Real." And I, I refused like, oh. to get on it for so long. <laughs> so did I. Because as soon as something becomes popular, I don't want to do it. Exactly. Like, no, I feel the same way. And like I just, it's like with Game of Thrones. Like I've never watched it. I've never watched Game of and Thrones. And everyone's like, "You need to watch Game of Thrones." I'm like, "No," because it doesn't seem like my thing anyway. But now that everyone loves it so much and is talking about it, <laughs> that's so me. I'm literally like, I don't, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> and like with this new Wednesday thing. What Wednesday thing? The new show. Oh, the new show. I. To be fair, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> See, everyone's like, wow, have you watched it yet? I'm like, no. And because you're watching it, I don't want to watch <laughs> it now. Like, It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, what? <laughs> be Real will give you a notification at a random point of the day, which prompts you to take a picture of whatever you're doing right now um, using both your front and back camera. So, it's pretty much in the moment stuff. Yeah. And that notification goes to everyone at the same time. So you can see what like your friends are doing in the moment too, like as well as you. Um, sometimes it's a little condescending mm-hmm. because it gets to a point where it's like, you're three hours late. Yeah. Or like, you're five minutes late. And it's like, come on. Like, I'm busy. Yeah. Got things <laughs> to what do. was it? I'm sat on the toilet. I can't really take a picture in the moment, can I? I'll take one anyway. Ew. But it's always <laughs> like, my phone is so old and broken at this point. Every time I go on it, I'm like pressing to take a picture and it's like, no, you can't do it. <laughs> And then it's like, you posted late. I'm like, you just took 10 minutes to actually let me take a picture. Mine deletes itself. That's so like, so I'll, weird. I'll be on time, and then I'll go and look back on my friends who have posted, and it'd be like, you can't see this because oh, yeah. you haven't posted. Mine's it's like, well, times. I did. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> be Real did win App of the Year on both the Apple and Google stores for Ooh. 2022. So it does make sense that other social media platforms are now trying to incorporate some of the features yeah. into their own platforms. I mean, we've seen it before 
yeah. you know, stories was the Snapchat thing, wasn't yeah. it? And then Reels. Instagram's on stories, <laughs> Facebook's on stories, TikTok's on stories. Do you remember when Twitter had stories? Yeah. And then they took it off because no one was using them. And then Snapchat was like, hello, mm, <laughs> I need that. But yeah. But I just think it shows that people have had enough of like this airbrushed perfect edited life mm-hmm. and these sort of personas that people put out on social media and that we're moving towards like living in the moment and you know being spontaneous and being real hence the name be, be real, real. <laughs> yeah but it's kind of ironic because like as much as like we are kind of trying to move away from like the airbrush filter and yeah like the perfect life and the perfect business like so many people still aren't like, yeah. everyone just wants to show, like, the good sides. Like, I even know, like, half of the people that I know wait for something interesting to happen before they take their big room. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like, I'm like, I mean, I can't see anyone's anyway. My <laughs> phone is so broken, so it just shows me, like, a black screen. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> but, like, I'll just be doing whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to snap a picture. Take oh, a no. Picture. If I'm going to be in my b real, I have to look good. But, see, but that defeats the whole purpose <laughs> of the app. Like, I don't care what I it look It does. Like. It really does, but also, people are boring. Yeah. People are just boring. Anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, uh, Instagram actually tried their own version of Be Real earlier this year called Candid. Mm. Um, they've now since taken the feature down um, after they got their like test audience feedback. Yeah. So, obviously, they found uh, holes in it, or they know what to do better next time. Um but they're now working on something called Roll Call. Right. Which sounds interesting. <laughs> you could say that. But it actually would let members of a group chat request that all of the participants of that group chat send a photo of, or video of themselves within five minutes. See, I would do that. I don't know, though. Why would I want to do that? Well, it's the same as Be Real. Why would you want to do that? That's a good point. Plus, then I can actually see stuff if it's on Instagram. <laughs> That's also true. So if this comes out, I'm like, everyone leave, be real. Hop on Instagram so I can actually see what you lot are doing. <laughs> but it's essentially a small scale version of be real. Yeah. Where you can send a notification yourself so anyone in the group can do it. You could do it one after the other or at random points of the day. But instead of having a request sent to you by the app, it'll be one or the other yeah. of your friends in a group chat, really. So they're also working on glimpse stories. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, stories usually disappear in 24, 24 hours. hours anyway. Yeah. But these glimpse stories will work exactly like Be Real. Right. So it'll be any point of the day, you take a picture of the front and your back camera, and that's what will be on your story. Mm-hmm. So essentially it's the same thing, exactly the same thing just as Be Real. Just on a story. Yeah, just on a story. Just share it with everyone. <laughs> So I think as a feature, instead of a platform itself, Be Real makes more sense as like a complementary element of an yeah. app than it is to be like a whole app within itself. I think it works really well with all the other stuff on Instagram, but I think as an app within itself, it's just, it's like lacking. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's weird because I do think it is kind of lacking, like, because it's not really a social networking app, is it? No. It's just an app where you upload the picture. Because you can't see other... I'm pretty sure you can't see other people's B-Reels. It's just your friends. You can see other people's. There's like a for there you. There's a feed section. Yeah. But 
That's true. But still, it's not really got the same kind of capabilities yeah. as some of the bigger apps do, such as Instagram. But then on like the flip side, I kind of think like, are people gonna want to move to do the same thing on Instagram? Because like I remember when Instagram first started doing stories, I was mm. like, they're copying Snapchat. <laughs> and I know a lot of people were the same. I was like, I don't use Snapchat. I don't use Instagram stories. Stories. I don't use Instagram stories because I just use Snapchat. Yeah. So it's like people are so settled in with be real. They're kind of gonna be like, eh. Do you know how there's like a weird divide on the internet over people who use TikTok and people who use Reels? Yeah. They were like, if you use Reels, it's like having Android yeah. and iPhone. Like there's just these weird divides between certain brands or certain platforms where people think they're better if they use a particular one. Yeah, I know what you mean. But then could like Instagram incorporating the whole be real side of it, could that potentially bring people together instead of having to use two different apps i mean maybe it's like it is very difficult i yeah. think to pinpoint what is going to work and what isn't i mean they're trialing an error in now um and they're feeding these features to test audiences i think we won't really know if it will work until it's introduced yeah but then i also think like instagram is such a well-known brand now that so many people are on it people will start to use it I mean, I know TikTok do that be real now, and I don't use that. I tend to use it just as an element to procrastinate with. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? The other day, my mum was on TikTok, and you, your be real on TikTok, whatever it's called. It's came, TikTok now. Yeah, it came up on her oh, for really? you thing. And she was like, Chris keeps coming up on my thing. Like, I don't understand. Like, how do I get back to my videos? <laughs> She's like, I just don't get it. And I was like, I hadn't seen it before. And I was like... I don't know, like, why does Chris <laughs> keep coming up on your feed? So, yeah, it's really weird. But I just think, like, it, it could be a good thing because Instagram is so well-known. Like, I use Instagram the most out of everything. Yeah. Going back to what I said about the stories, when they first started doing stories, I was like, eh, gross. <laughs> Instagram does stories now. But now I don't even use Snapchat, really. I bet I literally barely use Snapchat. Yeah, I use it to message, like, two people, one of them being you. Yeah, And then, like, I use Instagram for everything... <laughs> So, it's it's interesting. I think, you know, they're right to jump on it because it's what everyone's doing right now. Yeah, it's a trend. But then I also think, you know, it's going to die out. Like yeah. any trend does. I think it feels like a bit of a fad at the moment yeah. that people are going to get tired of. Because what well, the real challenge is, is that people aren't that interesting. No, they're really not. If, it's, if you're in the moment I'm at, and I'm sat at my desk doing you know, work, it's really not that interesting. Yeah. People are just going to get tired of seeing it. Exactly. I think my B-reels, like, during the week are just all off my desk. Yeah, they are mine as well. <laughs> but then I also think, like, one thing that might kind of encourage people to move over to Instagram's format of B-reel is the fact that the B-reel app is so damn buggy. Oh, yeah. Like, not even just on my phone that's, like, so outdated at this point, but... Like, even on the newest phones, it's such a buggy app. Like, the whole process frustrates me. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I've got an iPhone 12, and it still deletes my Be Real, like, yeah. every other day. Because it's so new. Like, obviously, they're still working on development and things like that. But I think Instagram could jump on it and make a better version so much quicker. Yeah, 100%. They've, I mean, they've got the funding for it. They've got the money for it. They're going to be able to sort it out quicker than Be Real probably is. Exactly. Um, there's clearly a desire for more genuine, honest communication within social apps yeah. um, but it's also hard to resist the kind of entertainment value of TikTok 100% just for distraction really and engaging in you know six second videos or however long they are now 
Um, but I feel like that's slowly veering away from that social connection. Oh, it's 100% veering away, like, from a distraction point. Like, I literally sit at home, I've got so much coursework to do, <laughs> and I'm laying in bed like, right, get up, sit at your desk. One more video. Do your coursework, and then I'm like, meh. I'm just gonna go on TikTok. Like last night, right? I was in bed and I don't even know what time it was, but I was like, do you, you ever lay in there and you're like, okay, it's 11.26. I'm gonna stop watching at half 11. Yes. I'm like I've got four more minutes. Yeah, always. <laughs> so I, I was doing that last night and I got to like my cutoff point and then laid down, put my pillow down. <laughs> put my head to rest. And then I was like, do that thing I do every night where I have to double check my alarm set. Oh, I always do it. that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well I'm on my phone now. So I went back on TikTok and I was like, it's just so easy. Cause I was just sat there like, I so wanna watch some easy. more. And, yeah. then like, and then I'm up late again and I'm just like, I just hate it. I think like, I was supposed to, I set myself a bedtime last night. Cause I was like, I'm a bit ill. So like I need my sleep before going into work today. Yeah. And it got to like half one. I set my bedtime for midnight. And then I was like, okay, like Christian, my other half, I'm going to bed like, do whatever you're doing. He was video gaming all night. I'm going to sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> Got into bed at 12 and was on TikTok until about half one. Literally. It, I could just get lost in it all the time. But then I've got my difference between like going to bed and going to sleep. Yeah. Like I'm always like, oh, I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to go to sleep. But then like two hours later, I'm like still awake. Pretty much. And then I'll text people. And I'm like, all right, I'm actually going to go to sleep now. Night. But I think these features of the whole be real and stuff is like the seed of like a brand new shift in social media. I hope so. And like a new way of approaching social media interaction. I think people are gonna be a lot more involved in each other's lives or like seeing what people are doing in the moment. But there's not much else that we can do like to build on that concept, but to lean into that trend. Yeah, I guess so. I just think, I don't know, like social media makes me sad. Like- In what way? Because everyone's just so addicted, like, including myself. Like, I just, like, when I'm, like, out and, like, out for dinner or, like, I'm out with my mates or, like, I'm with someone, like, I don't go on my phone or try not to go on my phone. Mm -hmm. Like, I try and keep it in my pocket. Like, I just want to be present. But, like, social media and, like, technology has just brainwashed everyone. Like, everyone's just addicted, including myself. Like, I'm completely consumed by my phone. But it just makes me sad because I'm like, <laughs> and now we're having to resort to these special features and these special apps to actually be real on social media yeah. and actually get an insight into our friends' lives. Yeah, it is hard. I mean, it's hard to really do anything, make plans, talk to people yeah. without it all being online. Yeah. Like, I think we forget that there was a time before social media, there was a time before phones like before texting, before phone calls. And I think it's so hard that we're just so consumed by technology that we forget that half the stuff existed before tech did. Yeah, pretty much. It's really easy to forget, I think. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, the rise of technology and the rise of social media, now is really the time to focus and like get a good understanding of how you can use it to your advantage. Yeah. Yes, we don't want to be addicted to our phones, we don't want to be addicted to social media, but unfortunately that is where most of our audience is going to be. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, as as annoying as it is, and as sad that it is, that everyone's whole life is now on social media and online, like we have to move with the times. This is something we've said 
over the course of these like last few episodes like it's about adaptability mm-hmm. and like just you, ha- you have to make it work for you, you just have to accept yeah. it and use it to your advantage so from a business perspective it could be a good opportunity to show the most authentic version of your business and this is something we've always said like business is personal and mm-hmm. like you know I'll, I'll never get tired of saying it because <laughs> we just say it all the time but it's like one one thing that we always talked about is that people just share like one side of their business like it's not just personal lives it's like business too like it's all these awards and all this income and all these leads and all these um like clients and everything like that but yeah. really business is not like that no so i think it could be a good opportunity to also share more personal and authentic sides of your business too which then in turn could help you with growth and growing your audience and you know because people buy from people don't they like 100%. again we've said like they're interested in the person the face behind the business they want to see the behind the scenes the teasers of the launches and things like that like i see on tiktok videos of like um businesses like packaging up their orders i love those videos i love them like it's just such a cute personal insight into the process of how what we order and what we invest into comes together to produce what we're looking for yeah i think we just forget that there is a person behind the brand yeah absolutely. There, there is a face behind it and i think that's what a lot of big businesses are lacking yeah like do you really think elon musk is like sat behind a computer screen looking at twitter all the time no no but twitter is a massive corporation and it's hard to buy from twitter like with the whole blue checks yeah and like being verified and stuff it's really hard to buy from them because to us it's a corporation it's a company people aren't going to buy from twitter because they want to build a relationship with the person behind twitter yeah like I can't be like, hey, Elon Musk, love your work. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's not going to happen. No. And I think we're getting to the point where small businesses are becoming a lot more prevalent on the internet. Yeah. And we want to be making those connections with those clients. We want to be forming those relationships with other small businesses. Absolutely. We want to be showing our faces. People buy from people, like we said. Yeah. It's all about being personable. And I think the whole you know, authentic thing is just so important. Like, it makes you approachable. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes people want to talk to you. Like, the authenticness and the behind the scenes and the personal stuff just makes you approachable and makes people want to make those connections with you through the connections you nurture and then hopefully you end up converting and get a brand new client in your community. And Absolutely. What else do you want? That's what we want. That's what we want. We want to be converting. We want to be converting. We want to be adding value. We want to be making a difference. (laughs) So... So Instagram, I will most likely be pushing this in the new year. Um, but until then, it could evolve into a bigger element. It could, could completely divulge into something else. But until it launches, we have no idea if it's going to work. No. Because it works on Be Real, but is it going to work on Instagram? That is the question. It'll be interesting to see how they, you know, present it. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, so the point of this in kind of like business terms, like I say, is like we said earlier, it's about taking advantage of the new features. It's about taking advantage of the way that the times are going with technology and with social media, even if it doesn't seem like a, you know, sort of business proposition, I guess, at Mm -hmm. first. But think about it. Social media was never a business thing, like when it first started. 
you know, I, I remember, well, I don't remember because I didn't know Joe. Didn't but exist. Exactly. <laughs> but my, what I was going to say is uh, when, I think when Joe started her first business, they were utilising social media a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was something that not necessarily a lot of businesses were doing at that time. This was back in 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how long social media has been around for at this point. But it wasn't always something that a lot of businesses were doing. It was such a personal thing. Yeah. But slowly and surely and even more rapidly now, platforms are moving into marketing platforms. Like yeah. Businesses are all over social media. So this could then be something you could use to your advantage to show that more authentic and personal side to your business. 100%. Very eloquently put. Thank you so much. (laughs) So, yeah, um, another thing that has been announced recently, Mm -hmm. I suppose, uh, that I think, I'm not sure if it's been launched yet. No, it hasn't been launched yet. It should be early next year. Yeah, so early next year. So TikTok has announced a kind of curriculum of its creative agency partnership, university programme, which the kind of idea is to teach agency creatives how to show up on their platform. So I guess it's kind of like social media marketing training. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. It's kind of about how to, like we've been saying, utilize social media and use different platforms to your advantage. I think they're mainly focusing on TikTok, but I think they're incorporating other platforms in. Yeah. So it's basically showing marketers how to market on TikTok. Exactly. Which, which is. What I just said, (laughs) social media platforms are becoming marketing platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Businesses are moving. But I think it's really interesting that they're they're launching it. It's not like someone else teaching you, you know, through like Udemy or, you know, Google Garage, how to use social media to advantage. This is actually a social media platform showing you all the tips and tricks on how to use their platform to market. Yeah. So, um... The university, they're calling it. <laughs> like we said, it's aiming to provide in-depth training for marketers and advertisers to kind of help them maximise their use of TikTok platform for their client promotions. So the course was first. So the course was first launched back in April for a test run, um, but TikTok says they've now updated its lesson plan for the next phase, which, which... we've got no uh, no con- confirmation information yet. Confirmed information. Definitely not. But this whole next phase sounds pretty interesting, to be fair. Yeah, so they say they're introducing a new chapter called Content to Cut, which explores um, sort of the potential of e-commerce within the app um, after the introduction and the rise of the TikTok shop. I love a TikTok shop. I have still never used a TikTok shop. Oh my God, use the TikTok shop. To be fair, the only thing I saw on the TikTok shop TikTok shop, say that five times fast. TikTok shop, 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 TikTok shop. Just get a chippy after this. Um, the only thing I've seen on the TikTok shop has been like, it was like twenty six rolls of toilet paper for like a fiver. That's so good. And I was like, so so tempted to buy it because. Let's be real, even before this cost of living, toilet paper was expensive. Yeah, but absolutely. If you are looking for some bargain toilet roll, I'm telling you, go <laughs> to Asda. Anyway, so TikTok is hoping to further the integration of e-commerce over the next year um, as part of kind of a bigger push to kind of expand and understand user behaviour on the app um, and kind of maximise revenue and create more opportunities for monetization. Mm-hmm. Which, again... 
business. Like this is now <laughs> business. business. This is now more opportunity to grab TikTok's horns. Horns. <laughs> what was it? Gra- grab TikTok's ball by the horns. That's what the saying is. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> um, and you know, use it to your advantage. Yeah, I think it's just introducing a way for you to make money off the app. Yeah. Which is so strange for a social media platform to come out and be like, yes, we have a budget. Definitely. For marketers to make money on the platform. Well, obviously, they've already already got the kind of creator fund. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of TikTokers who break down their earnings. Mm -hmm. The creator fund is not a lot. It's not a lot. They get paid like Jack Beep. Yeah, (laughs) Jack Beep. Like (laughs) nothing. Like not a whole lot. So I know a lot of... um, kind of content creators on TikTok, they have their multiple platforms. And mm-hmm. I see a lot of them make most of their money off YouTube still. Yeah. Which is very interesting, which makes a lot of sense because that at one point was the huge platform for people to go to make 100%. money online. Um, so it is very interesting that TikTok is kind of like, here, here's how to make more money. Yeah, no, I know. I don't think you'd ever see another social media platform do that. Like Facebook would never actually... <laughs> talk you through a Facebook ad. Facebook could never. Yeah. Facebook would never actually sit there and be like, hey, here's the way to advertise on our platform. Yeah. Do it to your advantage and make money. But it just goes to show, like, TikTok is moving with the times. Like, 100%. they're making it so much more accessible for businesses to mm-hmm. make a living off of their platform. And it also just shows the growth of TikTok. Like, if they've got these budgets and these different ways to give money to people who are using their app, then clearly it's huge. Yeah, and I think they actually want the the content creators to come back and just use TikTok solely. Yeah. I think they're really pushing that because like you see, like you said, a lot of content creators are using YouTube, but also a lot of them are using Twitch. Yeah. Like the live streaming uh, gaming or live streaming literally just them talking to the camera. Um, And I think they, I saw recently they're also pushing a lot of TikTok lives. There are more lives on my newsfeed than on my For You page than ever before. Yeah. So definitely. I think they're trying to almost coax the content creators back to TikTok so you can solely make money on TikTok. But it's a good way to go about it. I, I think it's a clever way to kind of, like the whole university thing is a great way to help marketers and content creators understand how to use the app to their advantage, like I keep saying. like Yeah. And then like you say... Um, it will keep them coming back Mm -hmm. to that platform and then it will bring more users to the app and more audiences to watch the content, which means more money for TikTok and all that kind of thing. So it's definitely an interesting way to go for TikTok and I I think it's a good plan. Yeah, I think if they can get more people using these like e-commerce opportunities, it can help drive more interest yeah. to TikTok and will create more... If they have more users using it, it will create a way more avenues and opportunities for business owners and marketers to expand their own brand. And it's just 100%. a vicious cycle of putting money back into TikTok. Yeah, but I also think it benefits everyone. Yeah, 100%. You know, users who are just watching TikTok, they get more content. Mm-hmm. Content creators, brands and businesses, they get money, they get more growth, and then obviously TikTok gets the mass growth. That yeah, because for. if they're making more money from uh, users watching them, they'll most likely pump that back into their marketing, which goes back into TikTok, yeah. which allow them to expand on getting more users, etc., etc. It's just a vicious cycle yeah. of 
holding everything within TikTok, which is damn clever if you think about it. Because it is. TikTok is utilised in the fact that they are massively popular. Yeah. And people are spending way too much time on TikTok. So much time. To their advantage. It's it's a brilliant cycle. Yeah. Especially with introducing the whole university course for those marketers because like I don't wanna you know, offend anyone, but there is a big gap in age groups who don't understand TikTok. Yeah. So even like half the time I don't understand TikTok. Uh we just sit and swipe half the time. Um and I think being that content creator, being that business owner they're they are older than us usually we're early 20s so having that course available for people who don't understand tiktok is brilliant yeah accessibility for businesses yeah 100 percent. so yes tiktok is making some great moves on their part however i'm hearing something about twitter <laughs> good old elon yeah <laughs> mr musk so elon musk has now decided to start displaying tweet reach metrics up front on every tweet. Mm-hmm. So this is usually what you can see on a business Twitter page, but only you can see how many accounts or people you have reached with your tweet. But now everyone is going to be able to see that. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, so according to a recent survey, only 20% only 25% of Twitter users produce around 97% of all tweets. So 25% of Twitter users create most of the content on Twitter. So you get 25% of people who are actually making the content. Right. And the rest of them are just lurking and looking. Yeah. I'm a lurker. I'm a massive lurker. I'm I literally not. just sit there and like tweets after Yeah. Time. I mean, I don't even use Twitter that much. <laughs> so most Twitter users don't tweet. So that's a problem that Musk is now trying to solve because there is a lack of engagement and interactivity. He reckons that putting the um, tweet reach metrics will create a sort of follow the leader trend. So people will see that, oh, this tweet is like being reached by loads of people. I'm going to like it. Yeah. Or I'm going to tweet back and say my opinion. Yeah. I think it could go either one of two ways where it could make that follow the leader trend and it will be like, oh, this tweet's getting loads of reach. I'm now going to voice my opinion and jump on the bandwagon and I'll get loads of reach. But I also think if people see that that tweet isn't going to get any likes or any reach, I think that could be really demotivating as the owner of that account Yeah. to just completely give up on Twitter. Yeah, it's interesting because... I know that Instagram has the option where you can hide how many likes it has. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the complete opposite thing. But like you said, it could go either way. Like someone could see the reach ain't that high and then that might then discourage them from also interacting. Like I've seen TikToks that are like, oh, when I laugh at a TikTok but see it only has 12 likes, so then I change my mind and decide yeah. that it's not funny. I'm like, just because it's low engagement, it doesn't mean it's not good content. Like it just means it's not been pushed in the algorithm like yeah not enough people have seen it so i don't necessarily know if that's a good idea i mean am i one to comment on elon musk clearly he's done <laughs> something right however i just it could go either way it could and i personally i don't think i'm that comfortable with it yeah i think 
who gives a toss? I don't. At the same time? Yeah. Like, who cares if no one sees my... I think I'm funny. Exactly. No one else needs to think I'm funny. I don't think you're funny, but if you think you're funny, then... Exactly. There you go. So I don't understand why there is a need for that whole, it's reached this many people, so... You have to look at it too. It just it physically just makes no sense to me. But I think also incentivizing engagement is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot force someone to engage with content. No. You like you cannot. Ho- if someone's not interested, they're not going to be interested. Yeah, you can't force that. No, if it's not the right content for them, then you're not going to be able to hold their attention. And it'll be interesting to know that people are actually seeing what you have to say. I think. Mm-hmm. So, it's more like. I think it would be good for businesses to see that and seeing like their competitors and yes. how much the reach they're getting. But I think as a normal Twitter user, it's like, who cares? Yeah, it is like that. But then again, like you say, from a business perspective, mm-hmm. could be good for competitor analysis and competitor research and that kind of thing. Cause like, I know I've done some competitor research before for different businesses and looking at their social media. And, like, the kind of only metrics you can see are, like, the amount of likes that a certain post gets. Yeah. You know, while that could be a good indicator, really, likes don't necessarily mean anything. No, if it's it's, not converting, then... Yeah, it's vanity metrics. Yeah. Like, you could have 100,000 likes on a post versus a post that has 100 likes. That 100 likes could have had, I don't know, 10 conversions... And then the 100,000 posts could have had two conversions. Yeah. And you just don't know. Like, it's it's vanity metrics at the end of the day. So the, the numbers essentially don't always mean something. No, and I think it is very hard to kind of get a grasp on the vanity metrics in comparison to your actual metrics. Yeah. It's, like I said before, it's really hard to engage someone who doesn't want to be engaged. Yeah. And I think Twitter's going to be continuously trial and erroring things. And Musk says he is essentially learning what will work and won't work. Yeah. Which is what every business owner does. I mean, at the end of the day. Everyone, anyway. Isn't yeah. It? Like, we're always learning new things and how to do things right and developing and things like that. Yeah. And I think it's it'll be quite interesting to see what. Elon Musk is going to do with Twitter because I've heard some questionable things. Yeah. I've heard some really weird things, but I've also heard some really good things about what he's doing. Um, I think, you know, bringing certain people back to the platform that have been banned in the past is a bit questionable. Kanye. (laughs) Yes. I also saw an article today that said Elon Musk is willing to punch Kanye in the face. I like that. I mean, it's, it's fair enough. But I also understand why he's kind of brought them back because, you know, social media is a place where you can speak freely. Yeah. But also it is when it comes to certain people, Kanye, and what they say is not very nice to a certain group of people. Yeah. Then that's where it needs to become questionable. I think these experiments are going to have an impact on pretty much everyone. You know, users, advertisers, content creators, which means business owners are going to have to adapt very quickly as usual yep to these new features in order to gain the maximum reach for their content yeah because they're experimenting constantly elon musk says he's learning while he's doing it basically same as everyone else um 
they've got a lot of things lined up in the next year. So I think we're going to have to be very streamlined when it comes to when they introduce new things. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because Elon Musk is very spontaneous. I think we're going to have to navigate Twitter very differently to how we navigate other social medias. Yeah, probably. But again, it's the same as I keep saying. It's all about being adaptable. All about being adaptable. <laughs> Moving with the times. Learning how to use different platforms to your advantage. I mean, we don't really use Twitter as a business because mm-hmm. we don't really have a lot of client base on there. But if Twitter is for you and you're using it a lot, then it's definitely good to kind of keep up to date with how the platform is evolving yeah, and how you can continue to evolve with it. So that is just a couple, a few of the things that we're kind of seeing for next year that um, a lot of the platforms are kind of talking about um, that we just kind of thought it was important to share. Yeah, it's only a small portion of what's going on in the social media world. Definitely. I mean, it's ever-changing, so we can never be on the ball all the time. No. But that's only just a small snippet of what is to come. So, get educated. (laughs) Adapt with the times, adapt, evolve with the platforms. Um, And yeah, just try and keep on top of things, like, you know, social media wise. But if you can't, that's why we're here. So tune in next week (laughs) just to keep up to date with marketing and all the kind of things that we talk about, I guess. Because that's what we do. Marketing. Yeah. (laughs) We need to get better at ending these things. Yeah, I know. It's so hard to end them. Anyway, if you uh, enjoyed this episode of Business Uncensored, the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, (laughs) then please do rate and review the podcast. As usual, we love to hear your thoughts, questions, and concerns. Um, All the social media platforms and our contact details will be in the show notes, along with the link to our SEO workshop Woohoo! that we are holding on the 12th of January. Whole day, I'm not going to get into it because we've got a lot of time, but whole day of SEO learning, implementing, we're going to go through your website, we're going to go through your social media, search engine optimization, because it's super important to be super clear. And like I say, adapting and evolving with the times includes SEO now too. Yep, start your new year right with us. Yes. Join our workshop. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to learn more, book your tickets down below. Yes. Thanks, guys. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.